the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. President Trump gives a thumbs up to British Prime Minister Theresa May. And I think she's doing a terrific job. Mr. Trump standing alongside May at a joint news conference at Checkers, acknowledging that May didn't take his suggestions regarding Brexit. She's going to make a decision as to what she's going to do. The only thing I ask of Theresa is that we... Make sure we can trade, that we don't have any restrictions, because we want to trade with the U.K., and the U.K. wants to trade with us. And concerning his upcoming meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin, President Trump says he'll issue a uh, deal with a range of issues and absolutely and firmly will raise U.S. concerns over Russian election meddling. On Wall Street right now, stocks modestly lower, the Dow down about half dozen points, the Nasdaq is off nine, and the S&P down four points. This is SRN News. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. There is a slight chance of a scattered shower or thunderstorm off and on throughout the weekend, but overall it should be a pretty decent weekend. For today, yeah, we see mostly cloudy, some scattered storms, low 80s. But for Saturday, partly cloudy, mid-80s. By Sunday, partly cloudy, mid-80s. And that 20 to 40% chance of a scattered shower popping up from time to time through the weekend. Stay tuned for Like It Matters Radio next here on Wellness 1570. TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406, or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. 
I throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. For 30 years, healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need to manage our health care. We need to manage the finance of our health care. Sustainable health care. What is it? How do we attain it? What changes are needed? What does it mean for doctors, health care insurers, pharmaceutical companies, and most importantly, you, the patient? If you like your doctor, can you really keep your doctor? Or can you change the system to keep them in practice? These and a host of other questions are addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, on his program, Sustainable Healthcare on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Saturdays at 2 p.m. Dr. Trobiani brings 30 years of medical practice and many years of uncovering problems in the healthcare industry, and he'll offer solutions on restructuring healthcare financing through free enterprise. Tune in Saturdays at 2 p.m. and hear Dr. Trobiani's insight into providing prescriptions to what ails the healthcare industry. That's Sustainable Healthcare, Saturdays at 2 p.m. on Wellness Radio 1570. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio. Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I'm your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And I am in the beautiful twin city of, well, only one of them, but Minneapolis-St. Paul. I'm really only in Minneapolis. I'm not that big, I promise you. And so glad to be here uh, in the studio with Trevor. Thanks, Trevor, for everything you do. Got a good friend of mine uh, participating. He won't be on the radio, but Alan Novine. And today, ladies and gentlemen, you are blessed more than normal because today's show is called The Hope Peddlers. You know, the number one commodity for leader is hope. I don't care what you sell. I don't care what your position or your title. Uh, I don't care how many zeros are after, I mean, are before the decimal point of how much you make. If you're not peddling hope, if you're not selling hope, if you're not pushing hope, then what are you really doing that's going to last eternally? What are you really doing that's going to impact people's lives forever? And so it is today's February 7th. I'm in uh, Minneapolis because tomorrow, February 8th, we start a leadership awakening course. But I do want to acknowledge that we are celebrating uh, Black History Month. The month of February is Black History Month. And so uh, I thought we would talk about hope peddlers because one of my favorite hope peddlers in the world is uh, Martin Luther King Jr. I look forward to someday being on the sea of glass, being in heaven, and uh, having some good conversations with Martin Luther King Jr. But I want to start off, since it's Black History Month, with a great poem uh, from Maya Angelou, Still I Rise. She says, you may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Because I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room. 
Just like moons and like suns with a certainty of tides, just like hopes springing high, still I'll rise. Did you want to see me broken, bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries? Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard, because I laugh like I've got gold mines digging in my own backyard. You may shoot me with your words, you may cut me with your eyes, you may kill me with your hatefulness, but still, like air, I'll rise. Does my sexiness upset you? Does it come as a surprise that I dance like I've got diamonds at the meeting of my thighs? Out of the lust of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past that's rooted in pain, I rise. I'm a black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide, leaving behind nights of terror and fear. I rise into a daybreak that's wondrously clear. I rise, bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the dream, the dream, and the hope of the slave. I rise, I rise, I rise by Maya Angelou. Isn't that great? You know, I do a, a song called The Dash of Your Life in our Leadership Awakening class. And uh, it's, it's basically about someone who's uh, left this planet and how people talk about that person. But what I do is I set it up first um, with what I call a historical interlude, where it goes through a series of historical uh, events. And Trevor, why don't you go ahead and play that for them, please? We'll gather here today to reflect on the life of our good friend, this team member, spouse, parent, servant of God. The Bible says everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to live and a time to die. Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. From Dallas, Texas, the flash, apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Those of us who loved him and who take him to his rest today pray that what he was to us, what he wished for others, will someday come to pass for all the world. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. Three engines now at 104%. Challenger, go with throttle up. Challenger, go with throttle up. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Uh, two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack on our country. You know, ladies and gentlemen, hope. Hope is part of the undulating line of life. You know, life has peaks and it has valleys. It has highs and it has lows. If you don't believe me, go to a hospital, go to an emergency room, and tell the attendant there that you're having chest pains, that you're gasping. Hold your left side of your chest, hold it tight, and tell them that you're having chest pains. They're going to rush you in, put you on a bed, hook you up to an electrocardiogram machine, and you're going to want to see the rise and the fall of the systolic and the diastolic. There's peaks and there's valleys. There's peaks and there's valleys. That's what life is. 
And some of you might say, wow, you just played that historical interview, these clips of all these terrible things. But before them, there was hope. And after them, there was hope. And that's what life is. Life has peaks and it has valleys. And what happens in life, a lot of us used to dream. A lot of us used to have hope. But then we didn't act because we didn't follow through. We didn't step through that open door that was presented for us. And so nothing happened because hope without commitment to follow through on it is hopeless. And so then the next time they have hope and they again don't follow through and it drops. And then they stop dreaming. So they no longer go high anymore. So they bring it down and keep it level. I just want to be a realist because, you know, uh, I want to be real. And then a lot of us have lived in pain. We grew up in pain. We've, well, someone said, I do, and you found out they don't. Someone said, I will, and you found out they won't. Someone said, trust me, and you wish you never would have. And now you're at this deep valley, this deep desert, where you're hopeless and helpless. Let me tell you what helpless and hopeless is. It's called depression. And let me define it for you. That means my life today sucks. And tomorrow is going to be no different. That, by definition, is helpless and hopeless. 60 million Americans are struggling with depression. And a majority of depression comes from our self-talk. It's a category called situational depression. And what causes situational depression is our self-talk. The narrative in our head that it doesn't matter, that everything bad happens to me, that nothing ever good goes my way. That here I am disappointed again. That the world's against me. That no one likes me. That it's because I'm black. It's because I'm white. It's because I'm Muslim. It's because I'm Christian. It's because I'm too short. It's because I'm too tall. It's because I'm too thin. It's because I'm too fat. You hear it? That's why I said the number one commodity of any leader is hope. And I want to give you hope today on this radio show. Because I don't care how good your life is today or how much it's struggling, it can be different tomorrow. But if you don't believe it is, if you don't have the potential for it to, if you don't have hope, then it won't be. Because you won't walk through that open door. You won't have the courage, the confidence, the commitment to take that step. You know, I'm a man of God. I love Jesus Christ. He is my first love. And we're to just have faith. And I always tell people that faith requires a gap between that gap is between what your flesh sees and hears and feels and what the the God of the universe says. And that's a gap usually. And so faith requires a gap. The bigger the gap, the bigger the faith. The greater the gap, the greater the faith. And that's why today's show is called The Hope Peddlers, because today we're going to talk about those hope peddlers. We're going to be specific since it's Black History Month. We're going to talk about Benjamin Elias Mays. We just, uh, we're going to talk about Dr. King and that famous speech of his, I Have a Dream. And today we're going to actually share that speech because most of you have just heard one segment. But I want to share with you why Dr. King had hope and why he stirred up a generation of people to share in that hope. I'm Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. 
most of them have been ministry related. And I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did. And I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And if somehow this morning you were stuck in that long traffic because of all the snow and you just flipped the channels and you're like, whoa, what is this on the radio? I can't believe this is good stuff. Of course it's good stuff. There's nothing else out there on it like it on the radio. So you need to know we are here every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time right here in the beautiful twin city of Minneapolis, St. Paul. We're only in one of them, though. I'm here physically in Minneapolis. I always struggle with that because I'm not in St. Paul. It's like 20 minutes away from here. But uh, you can listen to us live. And by the way, we replay here uh, again from 5 to 6 p.m. So we're drive time uh, on the way home. So if you missed anything, you can listen to it again in St. Louis. Uh, also, 90, I, I don't have it in front of me. I apologize. But we're on the radio, 1260 a.m., I'm pretty sure. And it's 95.1, I'm pretty sure. FM, uh, the uh, Gospel uh, Radio Network. And I apologize, St. Louis, for bu- butchering that. But we are on in St. Louis from 7 to 8 p.m. And the great news, great news, uh, February. 
February 19th will be our first day in the beautiful city of Richmond, Virginia. So Like It Matters Radio is going nationwide, and we're going to be outside of uh, Sacramento, most likely, uh, in the next two months as well. So uh, uh, if you miss any of the show and you're not in one of those cities, you can go to iHeartRadio. If you go to iHeartRadio, you can query Wellness Radio 1570, and there you'll find us every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replay 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Today, we are talking about the Hope Peddlers. And boy, whenever I think of a Hope Peddler, I think of Dr. King and uh, this famous speech. Why don't you go ahead and play that segment? I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. Such powerful words. And one thing I love about Dr. King is he was a hope peddler. And you know, on today's show, I'm actually going to share, because that's what most people know about that speech. That's all they know. And people love Dr. King and people love that speech. But you know why Dr. King had hope? You might want to read the rest of the speech. <laughs> Dr. King's hope came from a relationship with God. Dr. King's hope uh, came because he believed uh, in what the Constitution was written and stood for. We weren't living it. And by the way, we all fall short. There's always going to be places that we're not living it. But it's all about hope. Dr. King gave it not only just an entire uh, group of people hope, but he gave people who followed God hope because God says very clear, there is no Jew, there is no Greek, there is no slave, there is no master in heaven. We are all one. There is not a, a black church or a white church. It doesn't exist. There is one church. And because of Dr. King's foundation grounding in the word of God, in that relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, he had hope. And how many people love Dr. King's speech, but want nothing to do with Dr. King's God? Isn't that amazing? But boy, you like the one part of the speech, but you know what? It's kind of hard to get the whole speech without, I mean, get that one piece that you want so bad without getting a whole. And that's why I love Maya Angelou's speech, Still I Rise, because she shares a lot of things, uh, negative things, but she says, Still I Rise. That's what hope is. Hope is knowing who you are. Hope is knowing no matter how bad today is or how good today is, that tomorrow can be better. You got to get this. We, we have a timeline. We have a past we have a presence called the now, and we have a future. And the problem is the future is not real. It doesn't exist. There's no guarantee of it. If you heard the historical interlude in the first segment, that was really about people thinking that they had a long life ahead of them, and all of a sudden something interrupted that long life. Tomorrow doesn't exist. It's a nice thought. It's hopeful. We can plan. We can prepare. But we are not guaranteed it. And guess what? Yesterday is gone. You hear me? It's gone. You can't redo it. You can't replay it. You can't remake it. You can't redo it. It's gone. It's forever written. Now, we can rewrite it in our head. We can change how we have it stored. We can remember it different. We can remind ourselves in a different way. We can reframe it. We can take something negative and turn it into a positive. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I will rise. Did you hear what Maya Angelou said? 
And it ends it so powerfully. Bring in the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the dream and the hope of the slave. Man, I love that. Because as a follower of Jesus Christ, it, the word is not, it's doulos. That we translate to, to servant because a lot of us feel uncomfortable using the word slave. You know, yesterday I drove up to, uh, to Minneapolis from Dallas, a 16-hour drive. Uh, and about three hours short of it, I got off to get some gas, and there was a, 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 a woman of color. I don't know what I'm supposed to call anybody anymore. Everything's so politically correct. A woman of color. Uh, she had a sign, homeless, could you please help? She had a big burqa on, really covered. And I pulled up beside her because God said, give her, help her. I always pray when I go on these trips, God, let me be you to somebody on this trip. And so I saw very clearly, God said, help her. And so I pulled up beside her. I said, what do you need? I always ask that. What can I do for you? What do you need? Uh, and she's the, she showed me her sign. I said, do you need some food? Because uh, I had some food. I brought food with me. And she goes, no, I got some people gave me some snacks. I said, okay. I reached my wallet, and the biggest thing I had was a 20. So I handed her the 20. I said, oh, thank you so much. I go, don't thank me. I go, God told me to help you. I go, thank him. And I pointed up, and she looked up. And I said, I'm just a slave. And you should have saw her eyes. She, she's like, and she's up with a smile on her face. She goes, no, you're not. I say it gleefully. The Bible says you don't thank a ma- you don't thank a slave for doing what the master tells him to do. And so I, that's what I mean by slave. I'm just doing what I was told. Don't thank me. Thank my master, the guy who sent me. And that's why I love the word. I love calling myself a slave. It ch- challenges people. It shakes them up. That's why I love Dr. Benjamin Elias Mays. You know, this Black History Month. We're talking about Maya Angelou. We're talking about Dr. Benjamin Elias Mays. You look him up. A great man. A great man uh, who had an influence on Dr. King as well. And by the way, you might want to consider uh, Martin Luther King. That is not the name uh, on his birth certificate. You might want to check it out. Because Martin Luther King Sr., he was moved. He was moved when he heard about Martin Luther and the Reformation and the five solas. And how Martin Luther challenged the Catholic Church with his 93 thesis that he posted on the the church wall, on the door. And so uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s dad, I think his real name is uh, Michael David, uh, Michael, I'm pretty sure. Michael King, I think that's his name on his birth certificate. He went to Germany to study Martin Luther and his peaceful revolt against the Catholic Church. And he was so moved that when he came back, he changed his son's name. Not legally. His birth certificate says the same thing. But that's why he's called Martin Luther King. But check the books. Google it. That's not on his birth certificate. I'm pretty sure it's Michael King. Don't you get it? He was moved when he saw that uh, what Martin Luther did against the most powerful force in the world, not in a country called America, in the world, and uh, to do it in a peaceful way. He said, man, that's what we need because they serve God. Their first love was God, not America, not um, their rights, not what they're owed, not social justice. The first love was God. That's why they had hope. And that's why I love this quote from Dr. Benjamin Elias Mays. It's in our training. It says, it must be borne in mind that the tragedy of life does not lie in not reaching your goal. The tragedy of life lies in having no goal to reach. Not failure, but low aim is sin. It isn't a calamity to die with dreams unfulfilled. 
but it is a calamity not to dream. Every man and woman is born into the world to do something unique and something distinctive. And if he or she does not do it, it will never be done. And this last line, so powerful, he said, it isn't a disgrace not to reach the stars, but it is a disgrace to have no stars to reach for. Isn't that powerful, gentlemen? I mean, that's just power. I'm looking at my guys here. <laughs> They're all looking. Yeah, it's powerful. <laughs> that's good stuff. And again, someone you could say was helped. he was treated poorly. The way this country treated uh, black people for a long time is disgraceful. It's unbiblical. It's improper. And I'm going to be honest with you, it's going to tick some people off in St. Louis. I get it. But what's going on today in what's called the civil rights movement is improper. It's wrong. It's not done the same way. It's hateful. It's bitter. It's killing people, hurting people, putting other people down. Dr. King never believed in that stuff. Matter of fact, let me tell you the beginning of Dr. King's speech because it's really important. Just one paragraph. In a sense, we've come to our nation's capital to cash a check. When the architects of our republic wrote the magnificent words of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, they were signing a promissory note to which every American was to fall heir. This note was a promise that all men, yes, black men as well as white men, will be guaranteed the inalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It is obvious today that America has defaulted on this promissory note insofar as her citizens of color are concerned. Instead of honoring the sacred obligation, America has given the Negro people a bad check, a check which has come back marked insufficient funds. But we refuse to believe that the bank of justice is bankrupt. We refuse to believe that there are insufficient funds in the great vaults of opportunity of this nation. So we've come to cash this check, a check that will give us upon demand the riches of freedom and the security of justice. Now, if that doesn't make your hair stand up, I don't care what color your skin, then you shouldn't be listening to this radio station. I'm telling you that right now because I'm peddling hope. I'm peddling reconciliation. I'm peddling cleaning up our thought life because thoughts produce actions. And actions create a destiny, create a eulogy that we are remembered by when life is all said and done for us as we're sitting in a box at the front of a room. Today we're talking about the Hope Peddlers. I am Mr. Black. This is Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Be back in three minutes. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, September 13th through the 15th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. 
We all want to lead healthier lives, and Natural Awakenings Magazine helps you do just that. As the greenest and healthiest magazine in the metro, Natural Awakenings brings you the latest information about health and wellness. You'll find articles on healthy homes as well, including gardening, energy efficiency, and green living. Check out our monthly calendar. It's full of events to keep you connected. Natural Awakenings is available in over 300 locations throughout the metro, and it's free. Visit us at naturaltwincities.com. Natural Awakenings. Feel good. Live simply. Laugh more. You work hard for your money, so make sure your money is working hard for you. Our sister station, Business 1440, brings you financial advice from pros like Dave Ramsey, Bill Gunderson, and the Twin Cities' own financial fortitude and investing for success. With up-to-the-minute market updates, real estate tactics, and tips on investing and saving, Business 1440 will keep more of that hard-earned cash in your pocket. Learn more and listen live at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N dot org. Pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and we are celebrating National Black History Month, and we are talking today about the Hope Peddlers. I have a dream. My four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. Man, I have a dream today. I have a dream that you are hopeful. I have a dream that no matter how good or bad your life is right here, right now, that you believe that tomorrow can be better. Because that, by definition, is what hope is. And conversely, if your life is a mess, if your life is a struggle, if your life is not working out, I want you to have hope that it can be different tomorrow. We can't change the past. I would love to go back in time and change some things. And if you're honest, so would you. But I can't go back in time and neither can you. But one thing we all can do is draw a line in the sand, just like the gentleman at the Alamo. Draw a line in the sand and do something different. You draw that line in the sand so that that way you do something different in the now moment because that's the only place we have. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow's a mystery. Today is the present. That's why we must treat it like the gift that it is. And that present is called now, N-O-W. It is the now moment. Between the stimulus and the response, there is your power, great power. It doesn't matter what someone else does to us. It doesn't matter. Look at Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson was hand-picked. He was hand-picked 
to be the first African-American in baseball. He was handpicked by Ricky. You need to look it up if you don't know who I'm talking about. You need to do a little research. It's Black History Month. Look it up. And the reason he was picked, because he was a man of God. The reason he was picked, because he, they knew that he was going to be spit upon, called every filthy, disgusting name, his family tack, and they knew they needed to get a man who was a big enough man to hold his tongue. They needed to get a man who was a big enough man to not respond with the same evilness that was spit at him. Wouldn't it be great to have some Jackie Robinsons today? Wouldn't it be great to have some Martin Luther King Jr.'s day instead of those people out there right now? And I know you don't like it, but there's a lot of organizations out there pretending to promote uh, this for black people, and it is just destruction. It is just destroying. It is victimhood. It is race-baiting. And there's no narrative there that's going to move you toward hope. Dr. King would have never been a part of it. Jackie Robinson would have never been a part of it. And so that's why today we're celebrating having a dream. That's what a dream is. It's hope. You know, Maya Angelou, did you want to see me broken? Bowed head and lowered eyes? Shoulders falling down like teardrops? Weakened by my soulful cries? Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard? Because I laugh like I've got gold mines digging in my own backyard. You may shoot me with your words. You may cut me with your eyes. You may kill me with your hatefulness. But still like air, I will rise. Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past that's rooted in pain, I rise. I'm a black ocean, leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak that's wondrously clear, I rise. Bring in the gifts that my ancestor gave, I am the dream and the hope of the slave, I rise. I rise. Don't you hear what Maya's saying? Is I'm going to pick myself up, dust myself off, and hit it again. And she probably got that from the good book. Because Proverbs 24, 16 says, A righteous man will stumble seven times, but get back up. But the wicked will stumble into ruin. Dr. King, I think it was born Michael King, became Dr. Martin Luther King because Martin Luther's Reformation, a peaceful challenge to a dynasty, to a, uh, uh, a, uh, uh, I mean, the Roman Empire. You can't get bigger than the Roman Empire. If you look at all the different ro- empires, whether they're talking Byzantine Empire, uh, the Greek em- uh, Empire, um, you know, the original one, a Babylonian Empire, was one with a couple years, one was like 30 years. You know how long the Roman Empire was? <laughs> In hundreds. Hundreds. I mean, doc- I mean uh, Martin Luther challenged the biggest, longest empire of all time, peacefully. And so when Dr. King Jr.'s dad went to uh, Germany to look at the Reformation, study Martin Luther, when he came back, he changed his son's name, not legally, not on his birth certificate, but to the name you know him today as Martin Luther King Jr. He was born, I'm pretty sure, Michael King Jr. Check it out. And today we want to talk about his the speech 
because so many people have had two lines of the speech. And by the way, speaking of that speech, thank you, Trevor. Trevor gave me in St. Louis. I'm so sorry, St. Louis. We are on Praise 95.1 and 1260 AM St. Louis, the St. Louis Gospel Experience. We play from 7 to 8 p.m. And by the way, if you miss any of this show and you want to, you just found out our show and you want to go back to some archives and listen to some other shows, just go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com. And for those of you that want a little bit more of the spiritual side, uh, on Sundays uh, from 9.30 to 10 on am980themission.com or on your local AM9080 station, uh, we have a, a show, a Christian-based show called Like It Matters by the Book, where I take everything that I teach and profess and talk about, but now I go specifically to ground it in scripture, to showing you how the good Lord says this in many different ways, in many different books throughout the Bible. And so join us on AM 980 on Sunday from 930 to 10. And so I want to share some of Dr. King's speech because it is about hope. It is about hope. And so I'm going to read word for word. I'm not adding any words. I'm not changing any words. You know, it's sad because uh, I, I had heard, I've never seen the movie uh, I, or saw it years ago. It's a Wonderful Life. And uh, Alan was telling me uh, that George uh, was, I guess, the angel or whoever the person was, uh, uh, was uh, going to talk to someone about sending someone to help George out. So you got to you got to go help George. And the guy goes or the angel goes, what is he is he is he dying? Is he dead? Oh, no, it's worse. He has no hope. And really, what's the difference? You know, this radio station goes in St. Louis, which is very close uh, to Ferguson, home of Michael Brown. The home of the the beginning of the Black Lives Movement. I mean, Black Lives Matter movement, sorry. And let's be honest. uh, Michael Brown had no hope. I mean, and I've I've thought about this. You know, Chicago and some of these inner cities. You know, Michael Jordan, when he was in in his heyday, talked a lot about this. That, you know, when you're a young black kid in inner city, where by the time you're 18 years old, you're either going to be in jail or dead. That's your most likely scenario. Do you understand how you could kill someone for five bucks? And I said, absolutely, I do understand it. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying I agree with it. But I can totally understand that if I have no hope, if I have no way out except in jail or in a casket, then you know what? To get what I want, to get what I need at someone else's expense, who cares? Because there's no hope. Boy, after Michael Jordan, I remember reading stats. I don't have it in front of me. But before Michael Jordan really poured himself in the Chicago communities, I think, you know, the, uh, the graduation rate for black young men was uh, so, I mean, in the 20s. I don't know the figures, but it was really low. You can check it out. And then after he went and started going in the, uh, in the inner cities and talking about how he made it, how he can get out, that flipped in a few short years. It went up to like 70 or 75%. Again, I don't have the exact numbers, but you can Google it. You can find it. And so today I'm asking as a leader, are you peddling hope? And that's why I know some people out there, I've had some people talk to me, you shouldn't talk about politics. It's not politics, it's culture. Stop calling everything politics so you don't have to deal with it. It's the number one procrastinator today. You call it politics. But as you look at the Democrats and Republicans, let's be honest, there's not a lot of hope being peddled. There's not. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, uh, President Obama was elected for hope and change. I mean, people got excited. They thought they were hopeful that things were going to change. And, man, it was, a, it was a tidal wave. And let's be honest. The reason, whether you like it or not, why Donald Trump was elected, because the people that didn't get the hope and got negative change from Obama, 
Now they thought they could get some hope from Trump. And so they voted for hope because those that didn't get hope under Obama, that didn't get a positive change they wanted, were hopeful. And let's be honest, Hillary Clinton brought the same exact thing that Obama was going to bring. And so nothing was going to change. It's not political. I don't care who you voted for. At some point, you got to see the truth and call it the truth. And so Dr. King's speech is, I have a dream. I have a dream that one day on the Red Hills of Georgia, sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day, even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the pressure of will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream. I have a dream that one day in Alabama, with its vicious racist, with its governor having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification, one day right there in Alabama, Little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. Boy, that stirs me up, man. That puts a smile on my heart. That gets my heart on. H-E-A-R-T. Heart on. Why? Because it's a dream. And today I'm asking you as a leader, what are you pushing? Are you pushing a narrative of divisiveness? Are you out there to destroy? Are you out there to win at any cost? Are you so focused on getting your social justice that you don't think that someday that social justice can become knocking on your door too? So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the hope peddlers. We're celebrating Black History Month, and we're promoting hope on Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about Leadership Awakening workshops. That's likeitmatters.net. Minneapolis is the number one healthiest and most active city as ranked by Forbes. Where does the Twin Cities turn to for wellness tips and trends? Right here on Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With a plethora of different on-air hosts and experts that focus on all areas of health and wellness for all your active lifestyle needs. The Twin Cities moves and so do we. Tune in in your car, download the mobile app, or stream us live from your computer by visiting us online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com.
Math skills are not just important, they're critical to your child's success and happiness. At Mathnasium, we help your child see that they can actually understand and be great at math. They'll start bringing home better grades and develop confidence that can overflow into their other classes and really their entire lives. We see it over and over at Mathnasium, and you can too. Get your student on the path to success and confidence by signing up for our summer program. Call Mathnasium today at 763-269-6969. That's 763-269-6969. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we are talking about the hope peddlers. We are also uh, acknowledging Black History Month, celebrating it. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, if you like what you're hearing, uh, go to our Facebook page, like it, uh, facebook.com slash L-I-M radio. Uh, and please uh, know that this show plays again in every place but St. Louis uh, from 5 to 6 p.m. on this same format, how you're listening to it. In St. Louis, again, we are on 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience, and we are from 7 to 8 p.m. Uh, and soon in Richmond, Virginia, February 19th, uh, we will be having our show played in Richmond, Virginia. Really excited about that from 6 to 7 p.m. today. Uh, I want to focus this last segment on uh, the, the final pieces of the Dr. King speech, the speech that so many people love and so many people of color and, uh, and really want to grab hold of. You might want to hear his whole speech, not just one or two words. And Dr. King had hope. And I'm telling you right now, as leaders, we got to be hope peddlers. Hope means that today's situation, no matter how good or bad, can still be better tomorrow. Hopeless means no, that today's situation sucks and tomorrow's going to be no better. And let's be honest. You got someone like Dr. Viktor Frankl, who spent years in Auschwitz, who saw his pregnant wife killed in front of him, mom and dad killed in front of him. The Jews slaughtered, I mean, uh, the, the Nazis slaughtered about 10 million Jews. And by the way, they weren't the first ones, the Nazis, to want to wipe the Jews. You know, the Jews are God's people. That's what the Bible says very clearly. And so you had Haman, you had Herod, you had a lot of people uh, in the old days want to wipe out the whole race of the Jews. Hitler's just one of the reasons. Look at Iran. They want to wipe them off, too. Look at the Palestinians want to wipe them off. That is one of the devil's number one things is to wipe out the bloodline of Jesus. That's why you want to get rid of the Jews, because Jesus is going to come back through David's bloodline. That's why Hitler did what he did. But Dr. Frankel, while he was in Auschwitz, he came with a concept called logotherapy. And to this day, it's considered a third Austrian school of psychotherapy. 
And he said that the Nazis could take our food, they could take our clothing, uh, they could take uh, our life, they could take our family, but they could not take our spirit. They could not take our will. That was freely for us to give. And that's what you got to get this. Hope has nothing to do with the situation you're in. Hope has to do with what's going on in your head. And so I want to read to you the final part of Dr. King's speech word for word. I'm not going to change a word. I'm not going to get politically correct. If you love him so much, his word should mean something to you. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted. Every hill and mountain shall be made low. That's scripture, just so you know. The rough places will be made plain, and the crooked places will be made straight. Look it up. That's scripture. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? This is our hope. This is the faith that I go back to the south with. With this faith, we will be able to hew out the mountain of despair, a stone of hope. With this faith, we'll be able to transform the the joggling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day when all of God's children will be able to sing with new meaning, my country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride, from every mountainside, let freedom ring. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. So let freedom ring from the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire, let freedom ring from the mighty mountains of New York. Let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from curvaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and molehill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring. When we allow freedom to ring, when we let it ring from every city and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual Free at last, free at last, great God Almighty, we are free at last. And that's what hope does. Hope frees us from the pound of flesh. Hope frees us from the record of wrong. I don't have a Bible in front of me, and I didn't plan on going here, but you know, in 1 Corinthians 13, it's called the love chapter. And it goes through and says what love is, but more importantly, it tells you what love is not. And love does not keep a record wrong. I'm just going from the top of my head. I know some of it. Love does not keep a record wrong. Love does not keep a pound of flesh. Love does not play a narrative in their head that I'm a victim. Poor me. Life ain't no fair. So you got to understand life and just put your big boy pants on. If you read the good book, which I do, I read a lot of source material in the Bible. I read it daily. Two things you'll learn reading that Bible, whether you like it or not. Dr. King knew this. Dr. King knew this. That's why I read the speech to you. 
The Bible will tell you two things. You got to put your big boy pants on. Number one, it'll tell you life ain't no fair. And by the way, if it was fair, you wouldn't like what you got. Because if we all got what we deserve, we all be in hell. So life ain't no fair. I wasn't born 6'2 in a Kennedy. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. There's no white privilege here. I'll share with you my life. I'll, I'll trade cards with you, okay? I'll tell you, living homeless, being harassed by police officers at times, uh, being bullied, uh, being followed around stores because I was young and didn't have money and was going to steal something. I'm white. Remember that. And so, but we got to let go of the past. See, we got to reprogram. Everybody's working perfectly. But it's the narrative. If you're going to change your life, ladies and gentlemen, you got to change your thinking. And that's why I say you got to be careful. Some of you need to turn off CNN and MSNBC. You need to turn off your, your news alerts on your phone. It's so bitter, so narrow. I've never seen hate been so okay. I've never seen an entire world want to bring down a man before. I mean, stunning. What happens when this man's gone? The whole apparatus is in place to bring down the next person the world doesn't like. And maybe that's you. Remember, they came for the industrialists, and I wasn't industrialist, so I didn't do anything about it. Then they came for the, the Democrats, but I wasn't a Democrat, so I didn't do anything about it. Then they came for, don't you see? Someday, that hate's going to be coming for you. And so everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief. And the problem is most people don't have never examined the structure of their belief. Because everybody works perfectly. I didn't say you were perfect. There was only one perfect person who ever walked this planet, and you and I are not him. But we're getting exactly the results we have programmed ourselves to get. It's programming. So Einstein was a pretty smart guy, and he said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That's just crazy. Just crazy. It's kind of like making a, 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 a meal that nobody likes. And yet you make it with the same ingredients the same way every time. And we wonder why each time nobody likes it. That's crazy. Because doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results is just ludicrous. So if you don't like the results, change the approach. As you change the approach, you change the results. And what we're talking about here is your thinking. This bitter thinking, this pound of flesh thing and this you're a victim thinking that if you're black white people against you that if you voted for obama or hillary clinton that trump is evil stop all that that is the narrative from the world that is destroying you hate is an uncontrolled fire if you don't believe me look at the people killing their kids look at the people killing their spouses look at people chopping each other up running each other off the road because you cannot control the flame of hate you think it's targeted trump and all his people no it's just going crazy so we can help you with that. I can give you a brand new beginning. I can help you go inside and challenge your thinking. Take a look at the structure of belief systems and change it. Go to likeitmatters.net. See what I can help you with. Come to our training. Two and a half days that will forever change your life. It won't change my life whether you come or not, but it will change your life. And you'll learn about how you work. You learn about how to clean up some of the hurt from the past, how to be delivered from that pain, that pound of flesh that you're carrying from your past into other people's future. I'm telling you right now, you have every skill set, everything that you need to create the life that you want is right inside of you. You just don't know how to access it. You don't know how to use it. And when you come to my training, I will teach you how you work. I will teach you how your mind works, your unconscious mind, because you're going to do any change, you must do it the way your mind works. I want to give you hope that no matter what your struggles are today, you can change it. 
No matter how dark or gloomy your life is today, it could become bright. It can be hopeful. You just got to believe and then take action. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And I want to remind you, when you live your life like it matters with hope, it does. Until tomorrow. For 30 years, years, healthcare healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need to manage our health care. We need to manage the finance of our health care. Sustainable health care. What is it? How do we attain it? What changes are needed? What does it mean for doctors, healthcare insurers, pharmaceutical companies, and most importantly, you, the patient? If you like your doctor, can you really keep your doctor? Or can you change the system to keep them in practice? These and a host of other questions are addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, on his program, Sustainable Healthcare, on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Saturdays at 2 p.m. Dr. Trobiani brings 30 years of medical practice and many years of uncovering problems in the healthcare industry. And he'll offer solutions on restructuring healthcare financing through free enterprise. Tune in Saturdays at 2 p.m. and hear Dr. Trobiani's insight into providing prescriptions to what ails the healthcare industry. That's Sustainable Healthcare, Saturdays at 2 p.m. on Wellness Radio 1570. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley. A service of three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.